Hi guys and welcome to another edition of uh, Coffee with Dan. Um, I'm not having coffee, I am actually having a pizza. Uh, a little bit different, uh, I'm in the Grey Street again, which is uh, weirdly um, empty. Um, but I've got a special guest as always, uh, the lovely Gary Harvey. Yeah. Could I, could I say it right? Yes, that's it. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> I didn't want to get that wrong. Uh, thank you for joining me today and coming all the way out to the CBD. Yeah, uh, no especially with a lot of businesses going to, what do you call it, no face-to-face meetings. Yes. So um, it's very interesting. Mm. Um, but again, thank you for coming. Uh, they, they go. We've known us each other for a while now. Yeah, we have. Yeah, probably... Uh, Six or seven years, I'd say. Yeah, probably about mm. that. Um, I was, I believe, I was your BDM at Citibank, and then I was also your BDM at uh, when I was at Macquarie Bank. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you are under Val Financial. Am. Yes. Um, were you before Val? You, was it? Were you part of the group that joined together to become Val? Or yeah, you? I was. Yeah, I actually started with FASA. Okay. Uh, back in two thousand and six. Wow. Uh, okay. So pre-GMC. Yeah. 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 And then FASA changed its name to National Brokers Group, yes. and then National Brokers Group was one of the, I think, three mm-hmm. aggregators that, that merged and became Val. So uh, yeah, I can remember uh, National Brokers Group, and I can remember the Mortgage Professionals, mm-hmm. or TMP. Yeah. I can't remember the third, but anyway, it is what it is, yeah, and, and, yeah. and here you are today. Yeah. So um, if you don't mind, I'd love to introduce the audience in terms of, you know, obviously who you are. Yeah. Um, I don't, we know where you've been, but uh, who you are, and um, I suppose how, why did you why did you get into brokering, mm. um, and sort of has your business sort of changed since when you started pre GFC to where it is today? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I got into the broking industry in a in a unique way. I think I uh, didn't have a finance background. I was actually in the building industry uh-huh. at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I was a pretty active property investor. Yeah. Uh, since the year 2000 really, so I've been doing that for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And the mortgage broker I was using at the time, uh, around 2005, 2006, said, hey, would you like me to teach you how to write your own mortgage. loans? Yeah. You know? And then you don't have to come through me all the time. And and I was like, sure. That was pretty generous. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I don't know anything about the, the broking industry, but yeah. to tell me more. And, uh, and yeah, he, he started me off, showed me what to do, you know, helped me get my accreditations mm. and, and I joined FASA at yep. the time, that's who he was uh, aggregating through and and uh, Peter Solahub, uh, who I'm sure you know. Well, wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, yeah. so he uh, sort of took me under his wing and, yep. and showed me the ropes of, of broking. And, um, so being a mentor before mentorship was uh, a requirement? Yeah. That's yeah, right. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so that look, it was really, it was, I mean, it was fantastic. Really, I I ended up continuing working full time in the building industry for probably seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had a, a very long transition from one industry to another. Uh, but I loved it. You know, I loved everything that uh, that the broking industry was about. Uh, I was able to bring a different perspective to it because I. I came into it, uh, like I said, as an investor. So that uh, I had a lot of knowledge around that space coming in, being being a consumer and, and someone that um, you know was really passionate about. So investing you, you, you knew both sides of the fence, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yep. So, and and I've really carried that theme right through to today. I, I think 
you know, I see myself as an uh, as an investment specialist, residential property investment specialist. Um, so if we can tell the audience, what, what is the name of your business right now? Uh, so it's Gary Harvey, the property guy. There you go. Yeah. Um, so which I think is quite an appropriate mm. uh, name um, yep. for what my my brand is mm -hmm. uh, to the market. Um, so I, I certainly help uh, homeowners out. Uh, of course, that's a big part of my business as well. Uh, I purely operate in the residential space. Mm -hmm. I, I don't really digress from that. I don't have expertise in mm. you know, commercial, for instance, so I don't. I just don't get involved. So you, um, you're one of the rare breeds of brokers who has a card that doesn't say you do this, 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 this. You just just one. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, so my my slogan is uh, property investment education and finance. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. So that's uh, really how I've tried to brand myself uh, in the marketplace, and it's been received really well. It's, um, you know, I, I think we as as brokers have got to you know got to ask ourselves what is our offering? You know what what are we able to bring to this marketplace? Um, and you know, I, I looked at what skills that I had that I could add value to people, and and in the investment space was was where uh, yeah. where it was for me. Um, and I really enjoy it. It's great helping people, you know, advance uh, in a financial sense, uh, open up their eyes to to various opportunities, and and really just educate. It's uh, that that's what I spend my day doing. It's not about telling people. Uh, you know what to do. It's about uh, you know sharing the various different options, and then helping them uh, align a strategy with their circumstances and goals. Really, because yep. there's so many different ways you can you can invest in real estate in Australia. Mm. You know, I'm a big believer that there's just not one way. There's not one type of property or one strategy that's the silver bullet. It's uh, it can be different for everyone. Yeah. On that, um, I'll say because you, you've, I'll, I'll start only in a sense where because you only joined the the bridge, uh, the the industry, the, the broking industry in, in around 20, oh, sorry, 2006. Yep. You joined pre GFC. You, we saw what happened in the GFC, and then we saw the market. You know, the property price didn't really go down, did it? It just mm. it just kept going up. Mm. We're now uh, in March of 2020. Um, a pandemic has been um, declared. <laughs> declared. A state of emergency was declared yesterday in Victoria, um, and, and there's a really high chance that obviously things will go in lockdown for anywhere between three to six months. So, what would you think with regards to you know what would be a gut feel, or what you think might happen or, or may not happen? With regards to the property market, yeah, and look, at, I guess look, it's a great question. Mm. It's very difficult to to answer it. It is because we were in the bank, we got it wrong, yeah. uh, just at the height of the GFC as well in terms yeah. of rates and everything else. But yeah. Yeah. look, and, I, and look, I get I've had this question asked of me uh, many times in the last uh, number of weeks, and, mm. and I answer it this way that uh, I see uh, real estate investing as a medium to long term game. So uh, there's always going to be changes in uh, the economy, in, in activity. Prices will rise, they'll fall, they'll stay stable mm -hmm. for periods of time. And, Interest rates, uh, obviously. Well, yeah, we're in uncharted waters there. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so, so that, I, and I still stick by that I, because I don't know what's going to happen to property values in the next 
you know, week, next year or yep. next decade. But, but I have a level of confidence that in Australia, um, you know, we have a really a strong affinity with property. Uh, we have a growing population and I don't see why this mm. current circumstances we find ourselves in will, will alter that long term. I think that the, the stats where there was always a shortage of, is it 50,000? It's always mm. hovering around the 50,000 50, 50, bunker rates, is that right? Or? Yeah. yeah, look, and I haven't uh, studied those figures yeah. in, in detail, but, but that we've always had a, bit, a strong demand for real estate mm. in Australia and, and uh, I, I haven't seen anything to suggest that that's going to change uh, we you know we all need a place to live and we do uh, i i kind of you know and it's a personal opinion i just think that when all this is over um i think more people around the world will want to migrate here to be honest because mm, mm. we're not living in in uh, apartments close yeah. quarters yeah. so but that's yeah. just my opinion mm, yeah and that, yeah. Yeah, that could be the case so so, so I think people just need to uh, look at the situation objectively and, and you know, consider your, your decision. And, and if now's the right time for you to enter the market, then I think you should proceed on that basis. Mm. And uh, you know, make sure that what you're looking at is suitable for your needs, you know, all of your circumstances, including your financial circumstances. Make sure you, you're, you're financially strong. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a conversation I have all of the time. With, with my customers, and that's that'll get you through all sorts of situations. Mm. Yeah, if you if you're on the edge, then it's a it's a dangerous place to be. But if yep. you build in strength into your um, uh, transaction, your proposal, making mm. sure you're you're robust and you can deal with with various things that are thrown at you, then I think you can ride mm. uh, pretty much anything out. Yeah. Um, now that, you know, I mean, who knows? This is this current situation we find ourselves in is changing by the by the hour, by, by the, the hour. day. So yeah. it's difficult to know. But I'm just a I'm an optimistic person by nature. So mm. one way or another, we'll come out the other end and and we'll reflect on what's happened. Um, Whether you took selfies with toilet paper rolls or not, which would be pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, but um, I won't be doing that. Nah, no. Nah. So you know, so I think we just have to, mm. uh, you know, be aware of what's going on. Uh, you know, understand your circumstances. Like if you feel that you you're not sure about your employment security, well, you might want to sit tight for a little while. Yep. You know, that would make sense. To um, yep. uh, but if you're pretty uh, confident that that's okay, and uh, you know, you can yep. move move through, or if the opportunity presents that's suitable for you, then I, I think so you move forward on that basis. Yeah, yeah. I guess it, it's always been the whole. Um, uh, I'm prefaced by that the fact that we've never been in a pandemic before, but it's always the prices have always gone up. The the fact that you know sitting there, it's it's not like a car. There's not like a ten thousand cars, which is the same car, the same make model. Yes. A property is probably in that location, and that is it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you can afford it and you can be a bit comfortable. Should take it before someone else does. That's, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and you know, property prices obviously do fluctuate over time. And I mean, in a general sense, you're correct that they, they uh, tend to be going in an upward direction. And um, but you know, the um, uh, the values. Uh, you know, if you're buying a, a property, like I said, it's a medium to long term game. If the values dip a little bit in the short term, is that really an issue? I mean, the primary 
put focus should be your ability to sustain it. Um, yep. Because that'll get you into trouble if you can't. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that the property might dip a little bit mm. is, is less of an issue. Yeah. Um, but if you're struggling to meet your commitments, mm. then that is that's potentially a, a big issue, and it's, and it's yeah. right here, right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I just really encourage all the people that I work with to, to think about that mm -hmm. and and understand your you know your comfort zone, mm -hmm. um, understand your your world. Um, uh, and if and look, some people will say, you know what, I just need to sit back on the sidelines and watch for a little while, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Others will see now as a moment of opportunity to to move forward. So. Well, it, it's um, I think I've said it before as well. Um, I suppose be bold when people are freaking out. Yeah. Um, and people are freaking out right now. That's right. You know, I had a client uh, email me during the week. Uh, they were going to buy a house, and yep. they've said, look, you know, really seriously thinking about changing strategy now. We're, We'd like to access some money so we can buy shares. Mm. You know, so that that particular person is is seeing an opportunity in the market and is well positioned to take advantage of that. Mm. Um, you know, so we're all a little bit different. Um, yeah, and, and look, they 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 work in the medical industry, so you know, from a job security point of view, probably no doesn't get much there. better than that. No, um, no, especially in this day and age. That's right. This time, so, yeah. You know, so it's 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 based on your circumstances. Yep. Um, and uh, if someone's coming to me, not sure if they're going to have a job next week. Mm. Well, uh, you know, I'm going to certainly encourage them to, you yeah, know, have a good think about. Yeah. You know, is, is now the right time, or yep. should you wait till you've got that um, that certainty again? So, in short, you're not a, a how how do I put it? I want to reframe you. Um, so you're not a finance broker. You're a, you're a property educator. Would that be correct, or yeah. a property investment, or no? Yeah, I, I look. Because I like to think of myself that way. I like, mm. I like to think of myself as someone uh, who can who can provide lots of uh, valuable information around property investing. Mm. Uh, and, and I use the word information very specifically. It's uh, it's not it's not for me to advise someone necessarily about what they should do, but mm. I want to inform you yep. uh, of all the different uh, options you have, and perhaps help align certain strategies and options with your circumstances yeah. because we're all different mm. and there's no one size fits all in the investment space. No. And so even even your own circumstances changes over time too, right? Correct. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, if, you know, for someone, uh, you know, a particular property close to a CBD worth 800,000 might be a wonderful strategy. Mm. And for someone else that could be a disastrous uh, strategy. Yeah. So, so it's really about giving people all the information they need and, and maybe opening their eyes to some other opportunities yeah. that they maybe didn't even know existed yeah. uh, or some different strategies. So, uh, and I get a I get a real thrill out of that. Yeah. And, I, and I'm a big believer that, you know, you know, really everyone, if you put your mind to it, has access to do this yeah. and the ability to do it. It just, uh, you, you've just got to get it right. And, and from what I've seen, people who don't have a pleasant experience in real estate investing, you know, probably just didn't didn't get it right. Mm. It wasn't that real estate investing was bad. It's just that uh, you know they, they maybe picked the wrong strategy, or you know they weren't educated enough about what it really meant to them. Mm. You know, what sacrifices did they need to make? Or yeah. What changes did they need to make? You know, because if you you don't know what you don't know, and you know you you really don't want people going into something without the understanding yeah. 
uh, of what it means for them. So, so that's, yeah, I spend most of my time with my clients talking about that. And you know, the, the, the finance that I help people obtain is really just the last piece of the puzzle. You know, that's the vehicle to help execute that plan. So, um, so it's, a, it's a great business to be in, really. Uh, I'm not, and you know, perhaps I'm different to many brokers, I'm not talking, I'm not spending most of my time talking about products. I'm, I'm spending most of my time understanding my customers and, and uh, providing some, some ideas yeah. for them to move forward. And then, then we talk about the, the finance piece at the end, what, what product or suite of products is going to help deliver that yeah. Um, yeah, in, in a great, great way. And that could be mean many things. You know, it's not, not just price. Price is important, of course. Mm. Um, but there's, you know, we want to get support. You want to get that right turnaround time as well. Correct, as yeah. Well. yeah. And that's obviously a, you know, a significant um, issue right now. It is. If you're buying on a 30-day settlement, there's a whole bunch of lenders you, you just can't even... You can't use, You no. can't use right now. So. And, and then the matter will be exaggerated even further because the uh, most of the lenders, I would say, will go to Skeleton, sorry, skeleton Crew, if yeah. not um, working from home, which is... Yeah, I, I know how effective that will be, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but some lenders will be better positioned to deal with that oh, absolutely. than others. Yeah. You know, there'll be some that can transition to that space mm. very easily and mm -hmm. others that, that will struggle. So. Mm. So, so we just got to be mindful of that and and make sure we have enough, you know, a suite of lenders that we can turn to, um, you know, to deliver whatever outcome we're looking for. Yep. Well, Gary, thank you so much for taking time to come out with me and, and um, you know, on this uh, weird environment at the moment yeah. that we find ourselves in. Uh, uh, but for, for the audience who's listening uh, and they would like to follow you, is there a URL that they could uh, go to or website? Or? Yeah, so yeah, so it's garyharvey.com.au, mm -hmm. so Gary with two R's, uh, and then I'm on the uh, you know, Facebook platform, mm. Instagram platform, so yep. so we're pretty active in that space, mm -hmm. uh, we, we put a lot of content and information out uh, yeah. there just to, you know, be present in the market for people and, and, and get have, information. Yeah, and yeah, provide information. That's yeah. what it's about. So, yeah. well, um, thank you so much for taking your time. Nah, no worries. Okay. Good to talk to you. Thanks.